3: Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep Podcast Network Special Festivus Edition, recorded on Festivus, hopefully posted on Festivus, pending any technical difficulties. Not that I anticipate having those. We'll see, though. That would add another grievance. We're going to air our Bucks grievances. I'm Ty Windish. I'm joined by my Eurostep co-host, Rohan Khadi, and the Winning Six fellas, Adam McGee and Jordan Tresky. Group. How's it going?
1: Happy Festivus, Merry Festivus, Merry Chrysler. Uh, that's a good to one, everyone. going um, well.
2: Doing well, well. I think
3: is it is it I mean, Happy Festivus or Merry Festivus? I actually don't remember.
2: Happy, I think it's Happy Festivus. I also, for is.
1: for those who have no idea what we're talking about, this is a Seinfeld thing.
2: Honestly, like, there's, I was there's definitely pe- I was surprised. There's definitely you knew people it, who
1: listen, I was surprised not listen. Listen, okay, that's a I've really seen. good point. That's, I mean, yeah.
4: I've seen Ron, it. you usually I, don't get cultural references from like 2018.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but also I understand. I understand this one, so this one's big. But it is a Seinfeld thing. Someone else want to explain it fully.
4: I, I think Jordan will be. Yeah, the best this person seems like a this. Jordan. Oh, this this is, is, is absolutely Jordan's way. Israeli
2: basketball. Maybe not. I'm Seinfeld. sorry. Not. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how it. Well, it's all. It's in the episode. It's based on a real thing. It's. Like, actually taken from life, if I remember correctly. Oh, this I did not know. Yes. Oh, wow. um, Frank Costanza, something about his origin story is like he wanted to get a toy for George and couldn't get it or got in some kerfuffle about it and then instituted his own holiday called Festivus, which includes very bizarre things as the airing of grievances, feats of strength. The Festivus Pole, which is like the equivalent to a Christmas tree, all that fun stuff of make your own holiday two days before Christmas.
3: I really, <laughs> I really looked into putting the Festivus Pole like somehow behind our names in the middle of the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, it looked terrible. It just wasn't gonna work. <laughs> I, I did not have time to cut it out, so the background was still there. It wasn't good, but just imagine the Festivus Pole. So yeah, it's popularized by Seinfeld. Apparently, exists elsewhere. There's more to it than the airing of grievances, but yeah, for this podcast we are going to focus on our airing of bucks and bucks centric, bucks related grievances, NBA it's not, in general, Yes. grievances like anything and we can talk to the bucks. Oh, Rohan, and speaking okay, of he's watching on over. YouTube,
1: make sure oh. you are subscribed to the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the Substack, GSPN.substack.com. Make sure you leave a five star rating on both Apple and Spotify. And leave a review if you are listening on Apple because you can't do that on Spotify yet. Ty, continue.
3: That was the opposite of a grievance. Actually, you know what? That's a grievance if you haven't done that. So there. That's a, I
4: was about to say four star rating. That's you're, a grievance. You're in a grievance. Yeah, that's exactly. a grievance.
3: Somebody did less than five on Spotify and like our first 11. There's my first grievance. Whoever did. Go fix it. Come on, folks. There's no need to rate us below five stars. But Go fix
4: on. it or, you know, fuck them Okay. Exactly. All right. You know, it could be a hostile act. You know, we don't know. Guys are out. So if it's not, if it's an accident, you're great. Go fix it. If not, um, (laughs) we're gonna have some words.
3: Yeah. Well, we we have we've already had them. We're starting this pot out with violence, which I don't mind. Adam, what's your? I guess I'll say your next grievance. That sounds like a grievance in itself, but.
4: um, I, I don't have any grievances prepared because I have not watched the last three quote unquote books games. Uh, maybe we can make this the grievance. Just what are the NBA doing? What are they doing? I understand there's a level of fear here in, you know, pause the season. Do you actually manage to get it started again in a prompt fashion? That's valid and all. But what what is this product they're putting out there? like there's uh, one of our last episodes Jordan we were talking about guys who appeared in the NBA. Robinson some good games against the against the Bucks. This was kind of before things got out of control. I was like I've I've no idea who these guys are. They were just popping up everywhere. And now it's like 90% of the league. It's like if you don't pay attention for a week, it's like you don't know NBA players anymore.
1: Joe Johnson scored
4: in 2021. I know Joe Johnson. That's, I look, I'm all for I know, that. I know you,
1: yes. I know you know Joe Johnson, but that's the point I'm trying to make you. Can it's like, get Joe Josh Johnson? Smith?
4: Can someone pick up the phone, get Josh Smith back? And then, you know, then it's really, you know, a happy Christmas for everyone, especially Josh Smith. But yeah, this is, I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't see the point of it. I mean, there was a lot of talk. When the books won their championship, oh, is this is there an asterisk? Is there an asterisk? The year before, the bubble, very obvious reason for that. It let me be on record. Yes, there is an asterisk with that one. But this is actually the the most, I think, at this point, because those two previous seasons, it feels like they were generally games were played with real players or they weren't played at all. Where now we're doing something completely different. That I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's really kind of maintaining the integrity of the league it's just keeping keeping money coming in keeping the tv deals going but like are espn going to be happy are tnt going to be happy what they're going to get on christmas day It is going to be a horror show if some of these stars are missing like Yanis isn't going to be back it seems like he'll be first game back after christmas will be the earliest possible for him it's not really what anyone signed up for so why are we doing it
1: it's it's stemming from a lack of testing. If we're just talking about general NBA, I'm not one to say like I don't know the full scope. I don't know the full logistics of how it would go, so I can't say oh we need to pause the season. Would pausing the season make sense so you can institute new protocols? Yeah, that might make a little bit of sense. But again, I don't know the full scope. I can't make those decisions. That's why I'm is
4: not is the grievance though? Maybe I should reframe it because. They just came into this like a normal season, basically. Like, that's yes, the problem. Yes. There, there was no contingency in place here. It's like, it's like there was a big, we did it moment. And now it's like, well, actually, where we all knew this was a possibility, right? We all knew we could end up back in a spot like this or.
2: It, hell, it almost first. ruined the finals last year.
4: That's true. Is that
2: everything we know now? Like, we already knew at the time, but all the further details, everything, they've just. Expanding on that with the season where there's like, no, I'll, I'll, uh, whatever ships I had, I don't know. My, That's my table favorite table.
3: part about, there was like that Rolling Stone supposed expose yes. on the finals. Chase Buford on <laughs> our podcast. Like dropped something way more damning than anything that was in that piece. Yeah. Like he was like, the NBA with the honestest test, he like closed his eyes and threw it, basically. Like
4: But their their whole approach feels like close your eyes and it, wish it for does. the best. It does. Here's yeah.
3: here I wanna I wanna add to your grievance or or like my version of it. I, I get the not wanting to pause the season thing. I really do. I don't get their postponement protocols. Just postpone more games. Like honestly, I think Bucks Rockets last night was not great, but the Bucs had three players out to protocols. I think the Rockets had like none or one. I think none actually. That game I think could probably go on. Like I think the Bucs had enough guys. Even if they're lying about Grayson Allen, I think that's okay. Why was Bucks cavs not postponed when the Bucs had no players? And the Bucs aren't helping by keeping guys the active who aren't subs- going to play. And the Cavs subsequently had a huge outbreak. But I yeah. think if you have more than three or maybe four guys in protocols, it should be automatically – postpone all the games, figure them out, or don't. Like, who cares? Honestly, it's a regular season game. But I don't understand why some teams will have a couple guys on protocols. They immediately get their game postponed. Other teams, it feels like, have six guys out, and they're like, oh, the NBA is like, you need to sign these four G League guys and play the next day. That's not good for anybody. And I keep seeing, and I do think one of the few silver linings of this whole thing is some G League guys are getting a look, sure. I don't think it's a huge deal most of the time. I don't think if one of these players stuck after a hardship exception, that would feel like an upset to me. I don't think any of them are going to stick with the teams that are calling them up. Maybe, hopefully, but probably not because there's mostly not roster spots. But I just think, like, don't force these teams to play terrible ball. Like, if you have a couple guys out and you think it's under control and you think you can play a real game – I get it. There just needs to be more postponements because, like, that Cavs game the Bucks played, it was just hideous. Like, it was terrible. Mamou and we Javante do a Smart played 85 yeah. minutes combined. Like, that's not NBA basketball.
4: No, that's why I'm not watching these games. It's like, what is the point? What am I – I'm not even going to take something from this as about, oh, look, Mamo can actually – it's like, who is he doing it against? like eight other guys who weren't in the league last year. And the, the weirdest thing with this, and to your point there is – this season should just have been elongated as a plan. There should be more rest built in to make up for the lack of rest in recent years. You don't have the obstacles this summer that were your, your problems last year. Last year, it was all about the Olympics. And we've got to get everything in before the Olympics because guys want to go. You don't have that problem. You don't even have – there's the FIFA World Cup, which they would always want to be done before, kind of avoid. It's in December next year. So you don't have I, – I can't think of a single thing that's there. That's stopping you from just bring a little bit more. But I know it was a real kind of point of contention that, oh, we want to get back on track and back to our regular schedule. It's like, yeah, I'd love to get everything back to normal. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great, Adam Silver? It's just not the world we're living in. So I, I don't understand why it feels like there has been no plan, not even consideration given to this. It's it's really really bad.
3: Well, and I think they could have done both. Like, keep the you want the calendar back, fine. Just keep seventy two games for one more year. Build in more rest that mm-hmm. way. Again, it's like everyone's going to say the revenue thing, and I know the gates add up more. I feel like the TV
4: revenue is not that
3: different from seventy two to eighty two. Like,
4: what are what are the ratings like right now for some of these games?
3: Well, exactly, and I think I think tickets is the other argument, and I think we might see that change. I know the Raptors in a more responsible country, are already limiting how many people can attend games. We'll see how different places and states and cities and ordinances around the the U.S. do it. But it just feels like they just missed the mark. And like you said, Adam, planning for this. And it feels like they didn't really plan for this, which I think a lot of people, individuals around the world were like, oh, great, we're turning the corner. We're out of this. I think it's fine for a person to think that, a multi-billion dollar company should probably have had a bit more of a plan for this thing not being done like we all hoped it would be.
1: Yeah, and Ty, you mentioned that you know, like why why even play those games if they're being postponed? Like they don't care about the regular season. They're showing that they don't care about the regular season by playing the games in the first place because at the end of the day, what like you were saying, Adam? What is anyone getting from this? Like what's the point? Like is this helping like in terms of ratings, probably not. Does the standings mean anything anymore because it's just like a toss-up?
2: Who knows? It's that? just like, what's what's the point? There is, um when I was on Twitter yesterday, there was something about like the worst records of a defending NBA champion. There was like, I think it was stat news uh, to credit them. And it was like running through all these teams and the Bucks were like 19 and 13. I was like, like I and any other like exactly <laughs> I was like how are we are we divorcing any context from this at all like I know it's not just you know the current environment that has never really left us but it's gotten worse with COVID but and we, there's injuries that factor into it too but it's like trying to find we we already had a tough time trying to find any value in how last year was run and. The Bucks, I mean, to their credit, like I know Drew missed time with COVID and stuff like that. And there was, you know, they they relative and as we said before, the finals they got through it. But you know, the the NBA kind of uh, washed their hands of it with it all. But it's even more harder to find value in in the regular season when it just feels so disposable. That's what it feels like to me, increasingly, and how they just want the show to go on and everything to go and you know, as on time and everything like that. It's just, it's so, that's where it's like in trying to invest in like watching the Bucks this season, uh, the defending champions, like you, there's already that built in like, Oh, that's this, let's see how it goes this year. Like, you know, the pressure is off so to speak in terms of like what that had existed a year prior, but you still want to see them go back to back and do all that fun stuff. And now it's like, you just see the, landscape of the league and I know like a lot of this is guys that are testing positive but they're asymptomatic or vaccinated or what just this huge gray area of how do you go forward with the league and from that perspective it just like I don't see why or I can understand why people would have a problem investing in the NBA and following where to go with the season just because it's all just shit. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah and it's they're not just showing they don't care about the regular season uh, as as you put on it's they're trying to they don't care about the fans like who is actually benefiting from this experience like who wants to go to these games and see this version of of the nba i not me i'll raise my hand not me i'll i have postponed my trip i'm sorry for people who don't know which is but literally everyone except the people i'm talking to directly here um i've postponed my trip because one it was maybe a little too soon in the year and that could be a pretty bad time worldwide the way it's looking but two it's like right now do i want to be like great i'm finally here to see the books and there's like he leaguers i've never heard of that are wearing wearing the uniform you know it's it i, I don't know who they jordan think jordan warham might have like 40 shots in the game <clears throat> Does it doesn't, as I said, I have postponed by trip? Usual? <laughs> <laughs> the spawned my trip. But the other thing, so it's the fans, not showing, I don't think it shows any care for player welfare. I'm really no. surprised with no. how the MBPA are letting this fly, which I guess they're just like, oh, they're, you know, waiving some of the rules around two way deals. We're seeing more guys get in the league. I mean, this could be a separate grievance. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep it. I didn't have any prepared. I'll park it, but. You know, on as as you brought up earlier, some of the guys getting in, I mean, yeah, great. You've got your big moment. I also think those guys are getting screwed. Like, they're getting screwed. You know what? We'll use it now because it makes sense. They're being brought in and they're not getting the kind of money. Like, if you're a Mamu and then you're on a two-way and the day's limits removed, like, why aren't those guys on real NBA deals and real NBA money? I know there's some talk about they're getting screwed. Like it is not benefiting any of them. The two way is at a, a far inferior rate to what a veteran minimum is even for like a rookie. Right. I'm right in saying yeah, that you are. Yeah.
3: I do. They did come out and also say if two ways go above the the original restriction on games, they will like have 50 or salaries. Yeah. 50 games now. So that's going to be NBA prorated, is. though. I think right? it is. That's so I don't know if it'll be still going VET to be below that
4: min. which it's just wrong. It's like if you're a player who's going to play a full season, there's literally the name of the contract is minimum. And there's going to be guys below that. It It's not it doesn't make sense on any. It's just in any way. And the guys coming in, they're just going to get churned through. It's like, great. You've got your dream. You know what? your wave next week when those guys are back, yeah. you're back to square one. You're like, okay, am I going back to where I was in the G league? Am I finding a new G League team? You know, or am I just having to go somewhere completely different? Like t- the moment is great, but I-, I don't think any of those individuals, whether it be two way guys who now don't have to deal with that. I mean, from the book's point of view, if they like Javante smart, Javante smart has done some good stuff. Great. It's like, you can keep him around. Manu, obviously you drafted him. Not that that means anything. But great, you can have him around. He's, he's kind of at a position of need. It's he's debatable, but at a position right of now, need. yeah, right um, now he is. I mean, he's he's at more of a position of need than ideally he would be yeah. <laughs> because of the construction of the roster. But I just I don't see how anyone is benefiting. Even the NBA, the product like they've been fighting this notion of like ratings are down, interest is down. The product stinks. It's terrible. Like this is not something that's good. It's the complete opposite of the NFL model of eventized. At least, at least you week to week. It's like the gap. The gap would help a lot, and they have no gaps in their schedule. I don't know why. Well, also, at least they're...
1: the NBA is is somehow testing more than the NBA. The NFL or the, the NBA the NFL. is testing more than the NBA. Yeah, the NFL,
3: NFL. The NFL is just like the shield above the, all. That maybe. is that is a recent change. Yeah. Well, because
4: they were more proactive tests. on some good stuff, though, compared yeah. to the NBA, too. Like, True. I feel like they were more ahead of it, and now they have leaned even further into yeah. it. Was, yeah, the yeah, season's close to the way there. Against. Let's just ignore that. They were that.
1: also conducting tests and then letting the players play the games and then getting the results back, which is just wild.
4: My first grievance really should have be been with the number of Pro Bowlers that the Packers had.
1: They Honestly, I don't know what the answer to that question is. I don't know how many they have. They have
4: three, I think. Three. Is it
1: three? Can I guess them? Yeah. You right. could try. One's Devontae Adams. I know that. One. Is one Aaron Rodgers?
4: Yeah. Two. Of course.
1: Okay. And three. Um, I don't think I remember
3: who three is.
4: Is it I a. He's really player? good. Yeah. I think I remember.
3: Is it Amos? Is it Ken- Oh, no, Ken- it's Kenny Clark? Clark. It's Kenny Clark. Yeah, Clark. Okay, Clark. Yeah. Well, All the other, all the other star players have been hurt most of the year, so I think That's that makes the, sense. Outside Our of big football guys, oh.
1: apparently.
4: <laughs> Listen, if you've got to bring your football knowledge to to win in six now, anytime you come on oh, with God. us. Right, Jordan? Or we talk football.
3: That's true. Big football guys. Are you guys going to do Brewers if the MLB actually comes back?
2: Sure. I hear the league is over. That's they're following my <laughs> advice after what I said about the NBA. Just shut
4: it down. We not, do we not want the MLB to come back? Uh,
2: no, I don't the
3: know. A, the Brewers made a nice trade before it shut down. I would like them. To come yeah. back. Anyway, let's move on to Bucks grievances. I've got I uh, just like there's nothing anyone can do about it except be better. I don't like losing to PJ Tucker and the Heat. Uh, it's a much different note than what we've been on. Oh, actually, I one, I one <laughs> last thing. It's not – it's just like one thing to throw in. I think a better answer, like just have like two more two-way spots instead of doing these like well, 10-day contracts and just leave the flexibility. Like make it what... like a, a, a practice squad ki- kind of thing.
4: Why not just extend, expand the size of rosters generally? Well, that's it's like, it, it would be, sco- be on, the, same. But, yeah. the same deal. It would be the same thing. But do a real roster spot so guys get paid real money. It's yeah, like I mean, the two, two-way was a great idea that I now just think is being exploited no one is more exploitive of than the books sure but it it was there as a loophole to do that with oh, the, the players are not exploited benefiting it from day one the yeah. players are not benefiting it would be much better if there were 17 roster spots like if you're gonna there should be more roster spots I think for a variety of reasons one just a continued load on these players injuries are gonna be a factor and particularly things being condensed for a few years like more real roster spots and then if you want to do two ways great. That would have been a simple step for this year, though. You know, give a two to three year bird. If you want to go back to normal, then fine. But sorry, Ty.
3: No, yeah. I just I, I just, I don't, I, just like, I
4: don't like two ways because I, I yeah. think teams are just taking advantage of players like the players who are most desperately on the fringe trying to make it. They actually take a worse deal than they take to go play overseas because they're chasing the NBA dream. That's wrong. The closer you are to the NBA, the closer you should be to NBA money. Yeah, I agree.
3: But. I'm sick of P.J. Tucker looking like, I don't know, prime Sean Marion against the Bucks, And I don't like losing to this team. Like, I could take a loss to the Nets easier because they have Kevin Durant. The two good teams in the West because they have those guys. Even the Bulls because I think we all know how a playoff series would go between those teams. The Heat might be my least favorite team to Ty, lose
1: to. Ty, apply the same logic that you did with the Bulls. This happened last year, too.
3: What happened the year before that? No, I'm. I, I don't. I, I don't. Love the year before that matchup. was bubble. We already discussed. I don't. That I don't fraud. love the matchup. I just don't like losing to this team. I think it's my least favorite
1: team to lose to. Oh, for sure. It's definitely my least favorite team to lose to as well. And it's happened twice. But it's also, it has happened twice, but also like, it's not sustainable. <laughs> I don't care. About what about, it's just, it's what about those performances? Was, I don't need an
3: answer. Okay. I'm airing a grievance. <laughs>
1: I don't like it, Ty. This is a, we're doing a basketball podcast. This is called analysis. It's called a grievance
4: for me. You, do you want us to not interact with your grievances? Is this is the can kind of with it. I just, You just I want something not, off your chest, yeah. Like, but we're not allowed talking, to disagree. It all
2: about emotion. He doesn't want. The
3: yeah, resolution. Like, you're not This is just be therapy. Enjoying it. Yeah, of course. All of them are. All of them are. <laughs> Why else do this? <laughs> I don't Fair know. enough. No, Fair I, enough. I see your point. I think the Bucks are better, clearly. I don't I don't I'm not more worried about a playoff series because of these games. I just don't like I don't like the feeling. Especially the Jimmy and Bamless game where Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, these guys Struis. that Adam is like, who the hell
4: they, No, these? I know those guys. This is we've moved past the point. Like there are guys that I'm like. That like, guy, like Garrison Matthews, like he's, like the, uh, who is he must be the, guy in the that was MVP, placed... MVP race at this rate, right? Yeah. Who's the
1: guy that was placed in protocols by the Kings? I got that notification. I was like, who on earth is oh, this
3: uh, um, uh Chimeze Metu? No, no, not him. Not him. Oh. I know who. who dare that
4: you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Come on, Ty.
4: Okay. Was, respect, there was one guy Respect to Chimeze like, Metu. Who? Why? Who is this? Because he's an NBA player who I know about. This and he's actually like,
1: a, he's, he's like a promising young player. So uh, he they, was. Sticking doesn't mean he's promising.
3: No, I know Davion
1: Mitchell. Yeah, Davion Mitchell is, is good. He's a stud defensively. Yeah. I can't find – Oh, you guys keep talking, I'll find it.
3: Okay. Well, if, if you guys don't have any – if you don't want to try to talk me down off this heat.
4: No, my, my only thing on this would be, is it even about P.J. Tucker? Is it even about this year? Like, this is just – the Bucs lose to the Heat every season. Like, go back to go back to kids' time even. Like, this is just – as long as Eric Spolster is the coach that team, the Bucs are going to have some absolutely brutal performances against the Heat. It may or Giannis, may not matter. I'd, I'd lean yeah, Giannis tends I think to 2.
2: he averages the least amount of points. It certainly feels like it. More than any other opponent. Well, even in the playoffs,
3: that was the thing, right? Like, if you look back at the first-round stats, Giannis wasn't particularly great offensively, but he sprayed the right passes, and the Bucks' role players did their jobs. Forbes, and that's, unfortunately, like, that's kind of the recipe to beat this team as of right now. I think Giannis would be better, this version of him, when he gets back and healthy. In the playoffs, like I think he didn't he didn't really turn his playoff corner until halfway through the Nets series. So I think he would be better than he was against Miami last year. But there is just more of a reliance on guys not named Giannis against that team. And it is a little spooky. But I think it feels worse for me because we all know, like we could have this same roster the Bucs have plus P.J. Tucker. And P.J. Tucker has been overall the best Heat player against the Bucks. And I like, again, it's like I can't. I can't be I can't be upset at him for relishing owning that matchup. Like he's absolutely in the right on that, and it's just like all of it just burns in a different way.
1: Also, I found the name by the way, Nemius Coita. first Portuguese player in the NBA. Oh, I, I, did, I didn't know there was a Portuguese player in exactly. the NBA. Exactly. I was I saw this. I was like, who on there, earth is this?
3: There guy? was a great screenshot floating around Twitter. And it was a John Hollinger thread. And the top tweet was about that guy. And the bottom tweet was about the war in Iraq. And it was getting very heated. Oh. <laughs> and oh. I just remember seeing it with no context and being like, this is why Twitter is both the best and worst thing to ever
4: happen. Can I say something else on the heat? Because I've been uh, hearing about okay, this for yes. a while. <laughs> I, I was really worried. i just going gonna to bring it back. No, I wasn't going to really say something on the war about in Iraq. It. Okay. Um all, all the Miami heat. <laughs> if we're allowed to take it back to that. Yeah, uh, let's
3: let's let's sure? pivot, let's pivot around no Desert grievances? Storm. No grievances. Let's go around Desert Storm and get Don't to answer. Miami. It wouldn't
4: be good to say you don't have grievances either. But <laughs> I don't think the books are gonna see the heat in the playoffs. Uh, my feeling has been books will be uh probably the two tree. I know there's a lot of time left, and with the way things are going, there's a lot of uncertainty as well in what's going to happen in the standings. I, if I had to bet now, I would say the books will be in the the two tree kind of section of the bracket. I think the Heat will be in the four or five, and it's like if you're going to play them, you're playing them in the conference finals, and they've probably beaten the Nets. And if that's what happens, I'd be like, this is great, let's do it. We like, can play well, the Heat all of the Nets. <laughs> you know, it's except we wouldn't even have to play the nets, you know? So I I know there's a lot of time, but I I do feel like there is a, even with the weirdness, there is a kind of coherent tearing that seems to have emerged. And I, I do feel like the bulls are real enough that barring injuries, they will probably hold firm as a good regular season team. And again, you know, knock on wood and all this is barring injuries more than the, the couple of week COVID absences. I think I think tree is the book's floor, and then that's going to leave the heat in the four-five mix most I, likely, I and you don't have to worry about it.
3: Not a grievance. I think Nets one, Bucks two is the optimal seeding. The Kyrie benefit is incredible. I want the Nets to get the first seed. Like that's less Kyrie throughout the whole playoffs. It would be even better if the Knicks end up a play-in team at eight. And he's just not doesn't play the first round. I think that that's really I never thought of that. Theater. That's what I'm rooting for. Also, then like you said, Adam, if you're if the Nets are one, Bucks are two, the Nets have to go through some real teams. They're not gonna have Kyrie for more than half their games. Like
4: I the Cavs, I think, are actually They're gonna tank, right? The Nets have gotta tank near the end of the
3: season. I don't, I th- don't, I don't, I think KD is going to keep trying. Like KD is lifting that. But if team it, up. Yeah, yeah, you, you just shut him down. Exactly. Yeah, you just rest.
1: Them. Well,
0: they've I never, mean, they've I,
3: never I, done that. Have they ever rested any of their guys? Yeah, yeah, this might be the season KD where they like have Twice them. the season. Two times, two games in this whole season. They're rushed, they've yeah, rushed Harden like back multiple 22 times. 22 games in. From the hamstring. I'm saying like rest for a significant period. I don't think they've oh, ever done okay. that.
4: I don't think Well, let's say they're let, a couple of games ahead of the books with like five games to go in the regular season whether the books are the two or three, just that side of the bracket. Yeah. Like, they're gonna be thinking, okay, let's make sure that we have a deciding game with our best players rather than a deciding game at home. I would think maybe they have a different feeling on that. I certainly prefer that.
3: I just love that they're in, like, that's such a terrible decision to have to make. (laughs) Should we lose games and lose home court so we can get this annoying guy on our team
4: more often?
2: I mean, that decision is being made by the teams themselves because they have to play, it is yeah, he,
4: all this mess. He's still like, Okay, oh, well, he's back, at just in the, the all time funniest NBA moment ever. Immediately, in like, here's a grievance. Is he, are we gonna see him play by the time we come through the other side of that? I, I there's until he's on the court and he's Herb playing regularly, Go
2: and on. uh, Baxter Holmes, he tests positive too, so it's not yeah, well, of course well, he did. I yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs>
4: He's a You know, it's, it's, a not it's, yep. it's not the, the kind of environment that I would think you'd be like dying to get into. Well, maybe bad choice of words there. If you're unvaccinated, right? I don't think yeah. you're going to be like. Let's go into an arena filled with people, be around tons of people, be traveling, flying all over the country. Like that's a recipe for disaster. And so, yeah, the guy who isn't vaccinated comes into that. Like that's going to be a problem. It's just the fact that it was an immediate problem is. I, you could not write that. Ooh, can I take
1: this off on a small tangent? Sure.
4: My grievance so this,
3: is Nets fans celebrating for getting 40% of Kyrie Irving is just like the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: It is. But uh, speaking of what Adam was saying about fans, this is a grievance I just thought of. What are What are NBA arenas doing? Majority of fans are sitting there unmasked in an indoor environment. There's got to be some sort of restrictions. I
3: thought there's be.
1: you know what I thought about
3: this? I think there is something for courtside, but I saw Joe Johnson walking I saw the clip of him scoring, right? And it includes him checking in, and he walks like directly past a fan standing up with no mask courtside. And I was like, how is that a good idea?
1: Like I, I There's don't, like I think tens there's, of thousands of I people think there's in more there restrictions without on
3: them. Up. But yeah, like they're they're mingling in the arenas. Why are we still letting fans stand right next to players? Wait maybe on five near
4: the bench. It's it's the same reason as everything else. Why are they else? fans be
1: unmasked?
3: I think it's wild. I mean, and even outside of COVID, after some of the weird fan encounters we've seen, like I don't think they should be necessarily that close. I know there's courtside t- basketball. Is there's the still best people seat. getting
2: kicked out of of courtside seats as as of last night too. Well, that I- happened at the Thunder Nuggets game. I think also like some. Couple was ha- ha- heckling us rivers. Well, there was really? the, the LeBron
3: one too, right? Yep. Was that Denver, yeah, Indy. or Utah, Indy, Indy. 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 Indiana, yeah. um, and well, how about the guy in Sacramento? We all just laughed at the time, but a guy threw up on the court. Like that's not very sanitary. Like we're worried about. And Luke COVID. Walton got fired. That got puke That guy could have been spreading dysentery. Like Think it was related to yeah, this.
4: Yeah, like, this well, is this is the final straw. We cannot stand this shame. We are the proud it's Sacramento like, uh, Kings. I mean,
1: it's I, I, like I, the uh, the goats in the office of Robert yeah.
3: Sarver. I mean, no, it was in the office of uh, of McDonald. Oh, uh, yeah, McDonough. Sarver McDonough. put him there. Um, yep. I, I think if your basketball <laughs> is so bad that fans are literally vomiting, that probably is a sign you should move on from the coach.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
1: Okay, let's get back to Buck's grievances. Yeah. Jordan, did you have a grievance?
2: Yeah. Um, stop hitting Pac Allen in the face, <laughs> please. <laughs> this has to stop. This hitting is, slash kicking. Yeah. Kick, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not just punching or elbows, little chicken wings anymore. It's Garrison Matthews going to the old face. Neo and Ma- Matrix Re- erections and uh hitting him in the Look, face.
4: They need to they need to make money. And they're finding new and innovative ways to do it. It's new product placements.
2: Yeah, Apparently. is in as a
4: Matrix stunt double.
2: Apparently, 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 it feels like we're watching like this Logan Paul Jake Paul boxing match without even paying for pay per view. That kind of thing just gets in every freaking. So day. the
3: way everyone watches
2: those boxing matches is what you're saying. Um, much, I will yeah.
3: say at least forty percent of these are Pat incited. Like Pat,
2: That's I won't. I won't dispute that. I think because he's, he's getting the in there. He puts but his not, face. now, like he what?
3: knows, especially when he draws yeah, offensive he, fouls, like he's like, "Here's your elbow. Here is my face. We will take
4: the ball now." He's not deli though. Like he definitely gets. He doesn't flop. He just no. But I, I don't illegal. even mean. He. It's. A, I don't even mean that. It's like flopping or anything. I just mean. He's not a player like that's whole game is based on relishing that tonight. Like, no, it's, just, it is it's definitely a, it's a
2: part of it. It's just a part. It of is
4: it. severely disproportionate the amount of times he gets hit in the face, like yes. compared to the type of player he is.
2: And I feel I, like this year, more than like it, it was already like a recurring theme, but it'd be like one in every 15 games. Now it's like every other night, this guy's two, two blasted. two in the same night. He got yeah, kicked in the same night and then slapped in the same eye. And Marcus is like, get him out of there.
4: Yeah, I I wasn't watching live. Right, I saw the clip. Made a joke after seeing the clip. Did he like he got rocked? Like that wasn't just like it was. It was a it was <laughs> a boo in the face. <laughs> Did anyone take a look at him?
2: No, no the, that, that no, was no, bad. They had a timeout. Like, a
3: timeout. And the official, like, the official went and talked to him.
4: Yeah, because that was worse than some of the others he had, where he, like you see his head properly get rocked. Yeah. I,
1: he, also listen. NBA get better concussion protocols. Grievance.
3: Yeah, it really seemed like the scene from Creed where like the numbers are being shown behind the guy's head. Like that's definitely something like that is the only way Pat passed that protocol because. But I, his eye was just swelling. Yeah, like, as he the game guy like a boxer. Like I think they had to like cut him at some point.
4: Not literally. He made that that tree again. I saw a clip of it, and he was like smiling ear to ear, like bigger than I've smiled before. And I'm like. <laughs> Is Pat there? Like is Pat there behind <laughs> the eyes? Right. This is why.
2: Like, is this is my slow? question
4: though. I Look at all the lights.
2: I tweeted it last night. But is it is him getting him to face like his Samson? Where he just the powers, the threes grow more. It, it wasn't last night. It wasn't last night, but it was three for
4: twelve. He's is still shooting Samson?
2: like forty-six percent of the season or whatever. Samson. The hell
4: this is like a a cultural reference from, like, ancient Greece. or
2: Yeah, the, it Bible. the, Bible? the Bible. It's the yeah.
4: Bible. There you go. Okay. That's a bad this, look for me. Although, is, uh,
3: is it really? I don't know. Not a bad look. This for guy, me. Samson's a badass, but they, if you cut his hair, then he's, like, whack. All his strength is in his hair. Yeah. oh okay. So it's kind of like the Achilles. oh well, not really. It's, it's not that similar to Achilles. Is
4: it not ancient Greek?
3: I really thought Samson was ancient I Greek. I mean, it's probably both. Like, nothing new under the sun, right? There's probably an equivalent to it that they just yeah it's under a different I mean, name. Everything just gets it's wrong. All the same, yeah. The Romans and the Greeks have the exact same gods, but one set is named after planets. Like I, I mean, there are old, old
1: news. There are differences. Okay, Rohan. Yeah. any grievances yeah, took, on this? No, I no. took a class on ancient Greek and Roman history. I college. read
4: a lot
3: of Wikipedia. You don't
4: want to throw down. There's there's some Greek letters, you know that I've got some grievances right, right now. Yeah. Like, Come I, oh i get oh, it oh i get oh, it
3: okay. that's
4: good that was good so <laughs> oh, clearly it went over everyone's head except jordan I, no I, jordan. I got it
1: <laughs> rohan next grievance okay this one is not going to shock anyone uh, oh, uh i'm gonna cross
3: one off yep there we go
1: yeah like come on i i just w- what are we doing here what now what happened to chris middleton we what happened have no happened idea grayson allen Grayson, yeah, exactly. What happened to Grayson Allen? What happened to Chris Middleton? What is happening? What kind of back surgery did Brooke Lopez get? Like, I'm still mad about all this. We still have no idea what happened to Chris Middleton's knee. Hyperextended. That's all we're gonna get. That's not an injury.
3: I think it is for NBA teams. That's more than we've gotten for like at least sixty percent of Buck stuff.
4: Just, it's just annoying. Like, it's uh, just, I think it's Grayson is a
3: bit worse. Was
4: Grayson on the bench? I know yep. he wore
1: yes.
3: up. Yep. So he's been active. Is this two straight games now where he didn't play? Yep. Well, they're, think... just, they're probably just resting him, but just well, the two, for two for over five days, they had all those days off after the Cavs game, which he also was active and didn't play in.
1: Apparently, Bud said he might be ready. Like he he might he's be playing. playing to the today. back to back. Yeah, but we don't, we have no idea what's has
3: he ever been on an injury report this season.
1: Why is he active yes. if yeah. he's got an injury?
3: That's, that's Because so they question.
1: don't have to sign a hardship guy.
3: Yeah. There's no reason not to sign a hardship guy. That's my new conspiracy theory is even though it doesn't count toward the tax, they just don't want to do it.
4: Don't want to – it still costs actual yeah, money.
3: It's, yeah, it's, it still costs whatever, 10K or You're not going to be
4: penalized like multiple times over on it, but it's going to cost you actual money.
3: Well, yeah, and it's – if they don't expect to actually use the guys or be, have them to be around, I think they're just saying like we're not going to do it. I was surprised they didn't try to keep Mamu on the bench because they did technically dip to 12 available players, which is supposedly they should have needed to sign one, but I'm guessing they just said, well, it was right before the game. We didn't have time. It's very weird. That's, another, there's, it's that's just one of the, my grievances. The Bucks
1: are just finding whatever way to break the rules
3: is possible. They love it. Adam Silver is going to have to take another second round pick. We can all be outraged. Honestly,
1: they probably deserve
3: it. That's why they have to trade them all away for Kendrick, Kendrick Williams first.
1: Exactly. Kenny Hustle. Here's a yeah. grievance.
3: Shemi
4: Ojole. Did you
1: not listen to our last pod, Adam?
4: No, I don't listen to any of them. That's probably for the <laughs> best. <laughs> That's a joke. I have a list of Reesey. I'm not watching the books. I don't need to listen to any of this. It's You know, this is a perfect... You said, you want to come on? We're doing a pod. We're going to air grievances. I was like, oh, okay, I could do that. <laughs>
1: No, wow. last, last episode we talked about potential trade targets and Ken Rich Williams was one of them that I was very excited about.
4: Uh, we'll get to one of my grievances
1: in a second.
3: Well, literally one second. My grievance, Shemi Ojolet, no explanation needed. Adam, you're he's up. He's just – he's the grievance? Yeah, yeah exactly. What Fair he enough. did to me and my moral fiber, I had to take that L so publicly. Your
4: credibility more. I, I didn't
3: did. – I never had that. I never had that. Was,
4: but there, I was going to no say there wasn't much fiber. to begin with no, and then no. it just – Nothing at all. Wasn't great. I, did you learn a lesson with that? I was, no. I was actually thinking about no. this last night. I was seeing people complain about it, and I was like, in future, we'll Ty just not go as a rash to in on the guy. Who's Absolutely like,
3: not. No, scared money don't make none. I'm still going to be me, but I just – I feel like can I Can embrace... make money
4: with these guys?
3: No, but <laughs> I, I embrace – I embrace owning up to being wrong, and I did that pretty quickly with Shemi, and it's just like I can point to that and be like, hey – you can tag me. I was totally wrong at first. I am not, I don't, I'm not a die on a hill guy. I will take the new evidence and flip immediately.
2: We, that's we, a reverse Michael I
3: called that. That was my that was my guy. It, it Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta be, have some self-awareness. Say, hey, I missed the mark. You can't, you can't double down. New evidence can
2: lead to a
1: new response.
3: Yeah, concept, I think everyone. that's an okay thing to embrace. That is I, an I think okay that's thing. okay,
4: but you don't need to I was like I was go out of like, your way like, to make it something you have to do all the time. I I name one other time this season. No, you definitely haven't been that wrong another time this season.
3: I can't remember another time I've been that wrong in quite a while, honestly. That I'll,
4: was go, like I'll go back. I'll listen one. to those pods now. I'll find some.
1: I think that was my worst one. I'm just, one in I'm just quite sitting a while. here, just taking a silent victory lap. I still get the Wizards point.
2: Yeah, you. Bro, do. have you we do. did the game two or game three podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. I okay, guess the Nets.
2: Listen.
4: <laughs>
1: listen. I was just,
2: was hey, I wrong though? Hey,
4: was I wrong? One so of the most tra- traumatic podcast experiences of my life. We've
3: all had to delete some Rick Carlisle tweets after after subsequent events. We were all there. Yeah. His face.
2: Uh, I deleted the tweets. I no, did delete I, it. I think, I, I think, I, I think I the, the Bucks one. dodged a bullet concerning how it's going in Indiana right now. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, well, he's also not coaching right now.
3: So. It wasn't going good, good before he started missing
4: games either. Yeah. Based on how things got in Dallas, it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, they my, my grievance, right, is really it's for the likes of you know Ty and Rowan. Can we just stop trying to make trades? It's really for John Horst. Can we just sit tight for a while? This is a weird season, really weird season. Let's just try, let's just see if at some point we can get something. You're not going to get the full team because of Brooke, maybe you will. We don't know, Rowan. We don't know what the surgery was. But you're likely not going to get the full team back soon. You could get something close to it. I I really think the books need to start being just a little less, you know, trigger happy on every possible deal that comes around. Like, yeah, you can be like, oh, that's a small, that's a marginal improvement. Wes Matthews is a good example of that. It's like, yeah, that's a, sure, that makes sense. It's an improvement. Is it ultimately going to matter at all? Potentially. Well, Jeff I don't Teague know.
3: Played minutes for them in the playoffs. Like having another rotation level guy is pretty important.
4: They have multiple rotation level guys this year. I still yeah, feel it's good. Maybe a not a good spread of position, but I don't. Jeff Teague, for example, would not be getting minutes this year. So I I don't yeah. know if you keep, you need to keep doing that. But but generally, I do have this feeling. I I think the books are really well placed. I. Don't know how popular this is. I this may just be my most, you know, this may be my most me take yet, or maybe it's my most Jordan take yet. But it's like, I think they're in a good place. I think if the seasons just play out like it seems like it would be, I think they'll be right there. I think they could win a championship again. They may not, but I don't think a deal is gonna come up. That's just the obvious. That's gonna do it. And horse just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting. It's like, dude. You've won your money. Take some of it home. The, dealer, you know?
2: the dealers change. They pay the dealers. <laughs>
4: exactly. It's, he's just there at the table. He doesn't know what day it is anymore. And he just <laughs> keeps going and going. It's like, just, a, just go have a nap for a while. You know, we can come back to this. I'm not saying never go and place a bed again. But I think right now you're in a very good spot. A better spot than like the standings reflect or maybe even that a lot of people will feel. But I do think that comes down into confidence within the organization. I I don't think they need to keep doing stuff like there. There is an obvious issue at center, but I, I don't know if going out of their way to try and plug that and plug that. I do have a concern. This was our last episode on win and six, which is basically just the books are continually running out of stuff. Like he is burning through this pretty quickly. The window is tight. That can be one argument for why you put everything there while you go all in in every possible way for these couple of years, the horse could get very close to it being these couple of years, and that's it, though. And it could get ultra grim really quickly. All it would take is, you know, a couple of the older players to fall off a cliff. Not literally, although that wouldn't help either. Um, and you're you're in a tough, tough spot. You've got nothing. And then Giannis would be like, yeah, you know what? I do want to leave. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? I, I just think there's yeah, a, I, I there's generally there's a, there's an eagerness and it's like, Oh, there's this problem. Let's fix it. Let's fix it. Let's fix it. It's like the perfect roster doesn't exist, particularly this season. I think all healthy or even very close to all healthy. The books are about as good as any team and you can build the best roster on paper. There's an argument. Probably the books did that the year. They lost conference finals. I think they were very yeah. close to the best roster on paper and it, you could still lose and then you can have last year where we're like we're all tearing our hair out the whole way through because it's like they may need 15 minutes from jeff t if something goes wrong jeff T's gonna have to play and you win a championship and i do think that's kind of the nature of it there's a certain point where it's like you are you are where you need to be you are good enough this year more than any other like we know they can do it we know those guys can step up i just be a little cautious. It doesn't mean if, like, a home run deal emerges, that you don't go and get that. But Kenrick Williams, for example, he's a fine player. I don't know if I'm, if I'm in a hurry for those kind of deals. He's like he's better than Shemmy. <laughs> sure, but and that's
3: that's and it's like a lot of Shemmy and picks, or maybe Shemmy and Wara for picks for him. So. I think the counterpoint to this is if they don't do the P.J. Tucker trade, they lose. And they needed to upgrade their point guard for two years before that,
4: and they yeah, didn't, but they, and that's why they, they lost. But they did that, and they won. And then because they won in part, they were able to attract better role players this year, and their roster is in a better situation. Still, like
3: They still have the hole of the wing defender, yeah, P.J. Yeah, but here, here's what, what I'll
4: they say. To, they don't have you're not filling you're that hole, here. though. You're not filling like this is, And I feel like this is something we'll continue to talk about when the playoffs come around. I felt from the start of the season. You're not, the moment you let PJ Tucker go, you let that player, that archetype go. You're going to have to do something different. Now, it's a problem when Brooke then ends up with a back injury and you had no center depth either. It's creating new problems. Yeah. I don't think any of us would feel that they're problems that the books don't have roots to solving. It would just look very different. And part of that I feel is particularly like, you have Chris out for some time. You have Yanis and COVID. You have all of that. Like They were starting to look good just before the shit hit the fan again here. And I'd, I'd like to see, can they? And there's an increasing chance that they will have a spell where at least COVID doesn't factor because quite a few of the guys have now got it. Where it's like, can you get your key players out there for a couple of months? And that's what we'll have really the best part of before the trade deadline, for example, before buyouts come. And let's try some different things and let's see how that looks. Let's try some, I it hurts me to say this, but some smaller lineups. like And let's see what configurations you can have and you can work with that. And I think the year Pat's had is a big, big deal for just reimagining how the books are going to cope without a PJ Tucker or if Brooke isn't fully right or if you're just not entirely comfortable. They're going to have to do some different things, but I I don't feel like because my my counter to to the PJ Tucker trade, it's also what you do the Meritage trade, and it's like there's probably two to three bad deals for every good deal you do there. And I think compared to say when the books traded for Meritage or when the books traded for Tucker, I think their roster is in a better spot. I think they have more options, they have more versatility, and as a team and as individual players, I think they're just better. Like they're better prepared. I don't think they have to fear something. So I get one the desire to do it because we've seen them fill a gap before it worked out to win a championship and also the people just love trades and it's like well this guy sucks let's move him on it's like I, no one wants shemi ogile like that guy's out of the league next year I, I honestly i don't think you're trading him for a player that anyone cares even the tiniest bit about with a second rounder so i feel like we just don't care like you know, unless it's a team that's complete hopeless case, maybe you do. The that.
3: Oklahoma City Thunder. Listen, PJ Tucker. They got PJ Tucker for the Rockets. Moved up like what, like five four picks, spots. four spots. Yeah, it was like very small, it, almost a meaningless of future seconds. Even I think another second, maybe. DJ yeah. Augustine who everyone in the world knows had just signed an awful contract and was basically unplayable and had his had some okay games this year but clearly not a good contract and what, didn't D- get his ring DJ Wilson no no. <laughs> DJ Wilson was that the other piece i think that also went like it cost almost nothing to get PJ Tucker i think you can't replicate exactly what PJ brought but you can go get another good wing defender for not that much chemie ojel a couple like, second round you've picks. got
1: to try like adam you were saying like there's no perfect roster but also like e- even if there's no perfect roster, you still gotta strive for it.
4: But and what even, what is what is the end goal here? Like what be are better. what are the books? No, but to be better, to be get, better get as
1: many get as many shots at but rotation when? players as you can. Right now, so it's it's it's, it's all
4: on this season. It's yeah, all this season.
1: Like there's there's no massive future picks that they have to really trade anyway.
4: Exactly. But that's okay. why all of these smaller picks matter more, because it's all you've got. So if if you they play don't this game, second round picks anyway. Look at what they did to your goals. I know, I know but they, they they care about them as trade chips because it's the only way to be able to do anything.
3: Yeah, but they always so, just go get more. But that's you're but eventually going to run out with that. Yeah, that's, it's not sustainable. They have like five, There's nothing six
4: right now. They're not that. They're not that low. He could use them in one deal, and I wouldn't be surprised because this is yeah, how, how what, it works. That's what
2: the Grayson Allen trade was. Like if we zoom,
4: if we yeah. zoom right out, right out. What do you say is the book's title window right now? If if like something, Giannis' we, is contract. We, okay, that so if months. we, we want to say that like months. I can, but I can see there's four years where this team, kind of without major, without there'll be ups and downs. There'll be things that will come along. They will make deals, but I can imagine this team being in the mix to make the finals for the next four years.
3: I, everyone I, with It's that? silly yeah. to think that way. I can't. I will not. You can't that's see not, that. That's not how the NBA works. Windows are never open as long as you think. I think if you plan for twenty twenty five, that's how you But lose if, if you go
4: if you keep going now, the window is gonna sham slam shut next year and you may not win it this year because it's difficult to begin with. Like the books are coming from the best possible position on this, which is you've got one already. And yeah. like let's let's all be real, we want more. They may not get another with Yanis, they may not win another for fifty years. If that's the case, well it wouldn't be great, but, but but they got they got one and yeah, true. I I can definitely say we all remember a point where we wouldn't have believed that we're going to get one. That point was probably like, you know, sometime in the next series when Rohan was screaming on the podcast. Right. We, we, We all would have struggled to imagine that. So you've got Giannis, like they talk so much about the Spurs. The Spurs did not go all in every year. And we're just, like, always on the edge. If you want to build something sustainable, like, Whoa. I would still like to think they could they could have Giannis to the end of his career. And have a team that's good enough to do that. But
3: if, your if chances had, of that. If they had Chris and Drew on their rookie deals for their whole careers, it'd be a lot easier to have a 20-year run like the Spurs had. They don't. Like, they, they the thing is, it's not even about Giannis for me. It's about Chris and Drew. And who knows how long their primes are going to be. They're both 30 or 30-plus 30 now, I believe. Right? Did Drew just turn 30? Sure. I think right around there. You don't know how long they're going to be, these elite-level players. And mm-hmm. there's no, right now, there's no path to adding another guy like that. Like, all the fun, like, I know Charks went on Bill Simmons pod, I think, and said, if I'm be honest, I'm trying to get Carl Towns. That's a great idea. The Bucks have no way to get a Carl Towns-level player. I mean, maybe if he really wants to come to Milwaukee, which has been true for no one ever, they could do that. But right now they don't. I think you need to maximize while you have these three players – and then if you can find a way to find someone else, like they keep adding that, you know, the Bobby Portises, the Grayson Ellens, the guys got to run out. Timelines.
4: Well, of course, it's going to run out, but it's going to run out this summer. Like, because you're right, it is about Drew and it's about Chris. I think we'd all agree it is somewhat like this iteration. Of it's about Pat and it's about Bobby too. And what are they going to do there? And every year it's going to be one guy less and one guy less. And let's say they do find a solution, another PJ Tucker-esque solution, if not, that kind of player, but someone who comes in and has that kind of impact. Well, that guy is gone, plus possibly one more. Like it, they are on us in a spot like we're we're right at the apex, right? There's only there's only kind of way down from here. And they might just be able to grab one more on the way down and then just like fall off a cliff. Or they could put themselves in a position where they get back there and get back there and get back there. By keeping and five second round picks? No, it it's not, it's just it's it's there's not really going to be one deal that does this but it's just that if if it's constant churn which it is and right now i don't actually feel as necessary i don't think it's necessary i i agree shemi is not good you don't need 15 guys in your roster to fit perfectly like there is a point in the season where unless something maybe it happens it rarely does is reality that a a player comes on the buyout mark that you're like look at this guy or someone becomes available for trade at a price that's, that's actually worth for disrespect. the books. i I think you're making my point for me. Thanks, Ron. Um,
1: Pal Gasol or <laughs>
4: It's It's just, it's the continual thing. You're, you're continuing to go one after the other. I think your best chance of having a good team, like good is obviously understanding. Having a contending team is that you get yourself to conference finals, to finals. You're the team every year. You need to be, like we can talk about They've changed the culture. They've changed the reputation of the franchise. You can look at their roster and look at the deals, guys take whatever. That is true. Your best chance of keeping that is staying good up until the point where Chris has to go, Drew has to go. And eventually, and this is uncomfortable because it is Milwaukee and the book's history is not great here, they would need a free agent. If this is to become something longer term, they would need a free agent when it comes to the point where they're able to move off, or maybe they can work a trade. But as as we're going to hear, it's not easy. I think you've got to give yourself a chance every year. It's kind of my thing is I want to, but I want to have, I want to have four lottery tickets and not just one or two. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Well, that's
3: why I target a every like-
4: every little second round pick doesn't seem consequential, but with what's left, it doesn't take much. And then say you get a catastrophic injury to Chris and the age he's at, you're done. Like, you're done well, just you're like done that. It like could a, happen It way. could happen anyway, but, you know, we're probably not going to agree on it, because I think it, it is just going to be something that comes down to like an ideological difference in how you'd run a front office. But I, I, I don't think the book's not making a little deal like that is not being all in. Like, not bringing PJ Tucker back was actually the thing. Where you're well, yeah,
1: right. We certainly that's, agree on that. We agree that's, on that. That's PJ Tucker actual... and Shemmy Ojale is what uh,
4: unites fucks. That's, that's the cost, <laughs> yeah. you know. That's that's the point where I'm like, you're not maximizing your window. I think deals which are flyers where you're using up they, they are nothing, but they're also everything the books have. That's a that's a tough one, particularly you know because they're always trading them away. You don't develop guys like you don't have you don't even have young players to trade. Like what would you get with Yorgos? Nothing. Like literally nothing. They threw him away. Like. But maybe don't do that. (laughs) Maybe just find any way not to do that. Swap the pick for a second round four years from now, rather than use a pick, even if it's the worst pick, and then be like, you know what? We're just getting rid of this guy. Like, they are at such a premium for ways to keep this show on the road. And yet the opportunity is there, because you've got the best player in the league, where I'd be like, just every time, what can we do that's giving us more chances, more chances, more chances? Not necessarily in the year. I wouldn't be saying that if I didn't think this team was good enough to win a championship. I think this team is. They need some luck. They'll need some breaks. They'll need Brooke to get back healthy and look even half of himself, like be playable. That could happen. It might not. But I could live with that with the rest of the roster. I think that's, you're giving yourself a chance. And if they don't get there, the thing you'll kick yourself about is P.J. Tucker rather than a Kendrick Williams. Sorry, Kendrick Williams, for you Here's becoming the thing, like no, that.
3: I think you can do both things. Kendrick Williams is 27. It's like the Grayson Allen trade. It's like you're getting someone who's going to help you now. There's no reason that player can't also help you three years down the line. Like, I think the Bucs need to walk that line. I don't think there's any way for them to really focus on long term that makes sense because they're not very good at developing the prospects they actually do have. I think. I Jordan, mean, have Jordan you seen Morris, DJ
1: Wilson nowadays? No. It's looking
3: good. No, I haven't actually.
4: Did you not see his his numbers at the G League showcase Blue. just before he got pulled up?
3: No. Yeah. He's with the Raptors now. Oh, is he finally deciding to try yeah. in the G League for the first time ever? No, he's
4: in the NBA again.
3: Well, no, I know. But I meant at the showcase. Well, you know,
4: he's figured it out. It took him some time, but he
3: figured it Same out. Same with Sterling, who was never Svelte once and then immediately after... Finally, getting away from the Bucks looks much better, although I don't know if he's actually
1: playing well. He's not looking too good. Physically,
3: right <laughs> physically, he looked much better than he ever did with the Bucks. which I don't know. I I don't think the Bucks have developed very well, but whatever. Let's do another grievance. I don't know if I have any left. My grievance is with Adam.
1: Jordan, Jordan, oh. give us
4: is, a grievance. As always with Ty.
2: Yeah. Um... Let's go, grievance, 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 Vasquez. Oh God, uh, there's a—that's a
4: grievance in it so That's a grievance. Just grievance, Vasquez. just say grievance. You've got a grievance, Jordan. to well, I want, we I, talk- I want to, No, we didn't talk. I want us to talk this out.
2: Is there, Are we talking about identity? Is that what? Like the color? Oh, we already boy. we did like a podcast about that like two months ago. But no, I, I'm
4: ta- I'm talking more. It's it's an NBA grievance. NBA coverage grievance, even
2: ah yes,
4: this is this um, is your major grievance at the moment. I'm excited.
2: Maybe it's because I'm I retired, semi-retired,
1: yeah. semi-retired
2: as a blogger, but
1: semi-retired,
2: uh, semi-retired as a blogger. Um, but it's getting out of control in terms of the coverage of the NBA, and I feel like how we talk. I think this current. Um, COVID crisis, as one would call it, has um magnified it even more of how everything just feels disposable.
4: Go straight for the trail, Jordan. Come on,
2: just wait, just wait. I think like seeing all these like hardship sightings and all this stuff, and seeing how um, clear uh, where this information is coming from and being fed to certain reporters. Um, these insiders if you will and just seeing how it's just like are we, we're gonna do this for I, and it's no disrespect to these guys are making to the nba and all this stuff it's no disrespect at all but i just feel like we're how do i describe this well because i just feel like i'm talking in circles i just feel like the, this constant like okay who are we gonna do who are the the bucks gonna sign with this hardship exception? And all this stuff. Like, I understand there's a total need for it when they don't have enough players to play games. But it's just, it's scratching at this this itch that I have about, like...
4: It's, it know. answers our earlier, our, the first grievance I brought, which is why is the NBA still happening right now? And the NBA is still happening right now solely so that Woj and Shams can tweet out signings. It's literally the only thing that... It's the only reason ESPN is like, oh, look a Wode bomb, and it's like, yeah, someone you've never heard of has signed for the Kings because the first Portuguese guy, in the NBA, is now the protocol. It's yeah. like it is the only thing that is happening, and it's getting it more and more ridiculous more because
2: of that. By the way, congrats
1: Emmanuel.
4: Oh, well done, you're back, <laughs> hey, Kings legend. What 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 was the like a great example? I, look, I've I no shame. I'll name names. Woj added to his Joe Johnson report that he was a Big Three MVP after the fact. Two time, yeah. two time Big Three MVP. It's humiliating. So it's like, what are we doing? That is, this has jumped the shark. This is not reporting or journalism anymore. No, Ty, did I? You'll have to speak to this because they don't actually have to watch it. Chance was on with Pat McAfee, right? Do you think yes. I watched this? Yes. No, I saw you tweet about it. You tweet oh, the
3: the, oh, clip. the clip. Okay. Yeah, Ty, are you yeah. saying you tweet where, things without, where he was literally I like, clip, I didn't watch the whole episode.
4: Where he was talking about you know, I have from from Rich Paul himself. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder how, wonder how that happened.
2: Yeah, crazy. how, the hell,
4: Shams did you Shams as part of the, the larger Clutch family? You know. yeah. I think too.
2: You kind of we kind of get used to this based on how the last five years, six years, basically my entire blogging life <laughs> as a bucks blogger. But you get you you start to see how these things form and how you know we saw specifically Giannis as the example of you prop up this small market superstar, throw him through this like, oh um rival teams I've started noticing this way more now is that you see rival executives talk about oh that this team's gonna go after him that team's going to go after him. And like basically, access—you know—journalism in the NBA is basically just asking other executives and teams what their plans are, and nine times out of ten, those plans will never come to fruition. Like, as rewarding as like all this stuff is, and I think maybe like from the origin of why I wanted to write about basketball, all that stuff, I think it's much different now than where it was. If I was if if I was where I, entering it or doing it now, I think I would be attracted to the spectacle and like the illusion of like I want to write about players that may get traded, just because it's the the clout or all this stuff that kind of gets elevated based on having access or, or pay attention to all these rumors when, over the course of time, you realize it's all for nothing. It's re- like it's five percent of these like rumors that actually come to fruition and we actually have some real substance to it. And I think like when you kind of just see how like the machine works and understand how things have changed and why things exist the way they do. And in this weird social media bubble that you kind of get used to after a while, if this is what you dedicate your life to it, it just makes you, I think that's why you get super cynical about like where the NBA is at and just where it just feels very disposable. that. Yeah. Keep using that word.
3: I I think I have two responses. One is I'm glad and I think the real bastion of most, if not – not all, but most of like quality NBA and really all sports coverage is like hyper-focused regional stuff like us. Like uh, DNVR I think is a great example. All the Blue Wire pods that cover a specific team. Even like you know the quote-unquote enemies like the locked-on pods. It's the same deal. I think mean,
4: that's like the real I mean, enemies.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> it's
3: enemies. Friendly. Time. I said quote unquote.
4: Wow. I mean, I'm Ty's enemy as well. So I mean, <laughs> oh my, keep was, your enemies it close. Was
3: a, it was a shots to Frank and Kane. Oh my, yeah. Okay. A, clearly, that's what I was. Okay,
4: your your friends of mine, Frank, shouting them Kane. out,
3: shouting yes. them out as such a vicious. But anyway,
4: no, I, I'm but, joking. But, but your also, point your point stands. But those, that, those, those things are, are necessary yes, now, as opposed to even when we started, like. When win and six started, and we all jumped on that, like it was just a thing. But I, I actually think it is necessary to have that kind of coverage of a it team is. and a place. To, I, I don't. I've said it on the pod. It's come up lots of time. The Low Post is just my favorite podcast. I do not listen to the Low Post. I, I still, ever.
3: I still like the Low Post. I I, like
4: I, I don't listen because it is different, and it is. You can see how it's filtered, and you can see how ESPN's coverage generally has evolved. And I think one of the points that Jordan kind of touches on, but to me, I I find clear this year, and we should probably add to this. I don't know if it's true for both of you. It probably is. I know it is for Jordan and I, and this is how the conversation got for recent days. Like I have tweet notifications on for a lot of these people for like seven years now. And even though I don't technically need them on, I have never been able to turn them off because I'm just like, whoa, that's just too, I'm at too much of a remove if I don't know. The second a book thing happens, if I don't have on my phone there, what would you tell me it's happened? But the way they're reporting, the things they will now tweet about, just to like check your quota for the day. Oh, I broke four today. Shams only broke three. You know, this is what it, it feels like. But we're actually watching the Yanis style cycle move on, except there isn't a Yanis to center around. So they're trying to make similar things out of players that no one cares about. It's like they don't have an anchor for it. You end up with so many weird little things that are made into something bigger. And I mean, the NBA generally, and this still stands true, it doesn't need help creating drama, you know? The players do this themselves.
2: Well, look at yeah. what happened in the Bucks Rockets game. Like people are getting kicked to the face. There are like Jordan Wara makes fun of uh our what is his name? Armani, Armani Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Armani and then he got he got funny. posted twice after that. And that is not yeah. a coincidence. But like there's there's things that naturally pop up, but well, it's this even, manufactured. Even like, outside of that, basketball just rocks.
3: Like even if there's yes, not a exactly. the game, it's just really fun. And yeah. I think that's why those these outlets are thriving. And and even non-regional. Um, Like the Dunker spot with Nikaias Duncan and Steve Jones. Like people who love the game, like that content will always be there even if we have to look harder. Here's my other point I was going to make following Jordan's thing. The newsbreaker scoop thing, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's not necessary. They're just doing press releases faster. There's no point. Oh, that's like, we the don't point. Need, like yes. it's not, it's not just a got, necessary. As thing. we're
1: recording this, I got three notifications that the uh, Nerland's Noel or something, the Knicks have signed someone. We just we don't There's, need it. Like I just and it's like I saw the Knicks PR tweet. Yeah, in the same stream. Well, okay. Half
3: <laughs> half of shams are literally just not attributing PR. That's, that's which is with bullshit. Shams like, in particular. It Woj, is bullshit. Woj will credit if a PR gets before him. One hundred percent. Shams Woj, did that with, with Trump and Corona. People thought. People legitimately thought he broke that story because of this. Yeah. Like, what after, did he after the What White did he House... tweet
4: recently? Well, but wasn't there a more recent one too? There yes, was there it was, um...
3: something related to Biden? I think so.
4: Yeah, it's, there it's was like another.
3: every now and then he'll
4: be like, you know, I'm feeling. Also,
3: you Dancing know, with the Stars. I got way too many Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> when Amon Shumpert became the first NBA, and then he deleted it and had to correct it to say
4: I mean, former NBA player. That happens to all, all of them. Oh it, my god! Know?
3: But it's not. None of it is necessary. Like you could just read the same thing in like twenty just minutes. Retweeted. Retweet no, No, I'm saying the whole the whole newsbreaker thing in general. If it all whole, comes out. If, it's not reporting. It's just
2: being a little bit faster. That's the again, thing. Again, I think there are people that like when you do it well, you can do it well and responsibly. I mean, there's reasons why Woj, I mean, even Shamus like to they, a degree, like they have gotten in the position where they are because of how dedicated to who they are. And I mean, it's, I'm not saying that I've done it I've done it to their level, but like when you try to keep up with like things over time, it wears you out. It is is exhausting pursuit. So like they are in a position where they can, you know, be, these you know have push notifications on their phone so i can get the news that i or i'm on one day through the stars but like i think that what makes it so frustrating over time is just like okay like we're just gonna do it like everybody like it's gonna be this whole like endless cycle and you realize like what is like who is actually gaining this or what is there to be gained out of it and you increasingly come away with it and it's just nothing Nothing is, nothing is, like, gained substantially. It's not even about who wins the actual league in a in a, in a a season where it's, like, you kind of just, like, from that perspective, the value of the game and basketball and NBA, that's where things really, like, dies, in my opinion.
4: But it's also, like, okay, I'm going to do the thing I do every now and then, which is I'm going to pull back the curtain, right? I'm going to pull it back. <laughs> oh, boy. Not on, not on the podcast, but on our past life, right? um three of us here have ran a ran a books blog rohan contributed and was a part of the machinery i too. did things you did and you would have you so part of the cycle is and part of like responsible content planning like building a content strategy to run a website centered around an nba team is okay it's trade deadline here's how we're going to cover it Or, you know, if news breaks and I speak for all of us, our policy uh, behind the book pass and our time there was, we'd be like, we're going to write a news piece. You know, we're going to we're going to aggregate. We'll get back to that word because it 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 again fits back into how ESPN is approaching this and how they view everything else around it. But we're going to aggregate this. We're going to put it to the audience that it's actually relevant to. Like, I I know particularly in our years, Jordan, but even Ty, when when you were the co side expert with me, like. We'd be digging for anything, like anything, anywhere, any scrap that someone's reported that may not be woes that everyone's seen, whether that was draft workouts, whatever. And then you're like, we're a book site. Let's bring that to book science. Here it is. So if trade news breaks, you do that. Then you'd be like, let's let's analyze this. Or let's think of if they're going to trade for this, how many guys? That is how you get clicks. And that is how all of this works. That's how the whole thing stays alive. ESPN know that they've leaned more and more into that, but they're also neglecting the opportunity that people just like basketball. <laughs> you know that you could just have other forms of programming or other ways of framing this, other ways that are better, that are smarter to to actually push forward to monetize this. And the other knock on thing on that then is the aggregation thing, because this became something that it's just like every time you'd list anything like Windhorse, be like, oh, the aggregators, the aggregators, Low still does this. It's like, yeah, because not everyone gives a shit about Woj tweeting out that some guy is like the 15th roster spot now for the Thunder. It's like not everyone cares about that. They want to know what's happening with their team and they go to outlets that are specifically focused on that. Like people who want to hear about the books, they do, they come and listen to us because we'll talk about Bucks things. Oh, That's not subscribe. right now. Sort of. <laughs> Sometimes sort of Bucks things. Maybe the Packers, Jordan and I are feeling a little frisky, but mostly <laughs> Bucks things. Pro Bowl. I, I just I think it's it's broken the the whole model that Plus, ESPN have implemented and that it, it even predates not, ESPN. It was remember the vertical remember when Woja and Shams yeah. were like you know uh, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi. Everyone remembers that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I, I don't know the same analogy. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what lessons were learned there on anyone's part.
2: But I think there's also I mean we can we can go super hyper focused here and there's way there's, there's reasons why things exist to the current NBA content cycle and these trade rivers and why things exist the way they do, because it's all CD and conflict of a big conflict of interest and all that stuff. But like to that point of like, when Rose wrote that Damian Lillard article, what was it two weeks ago at this point now? And just the, the, you read it and it's like that doesn't that's how Woj used to be a long time ago when you know he's not you know this espn insider where he's on commercials now and like (laughs) they're championing him as like mr woge himself but it's just like when you start to like peel back the layers and understand like where is this like voice coming from and why why are these things happening and it's like that's where it just like it's
1: like that's TMZ
4: like the, for the NBA at a certain it's, point. Yeah, that's where.
1: Who's Mr. Editor?
4: <laughs> yes. I know you here seen LA Confidential? No, no. Oh, no. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. Reference yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Danny DeVito character in LA Confidential for Somebody, anyone. somebody, that. I also movies. i want
3: to i wanna clarify. I, like Woj and Shams got to where they are by being tremendous reporters, exactly, really good now, at yes. their job. Now, yes. and now it's morphed into like. Agents and teams battle each other via.
1: Yeah, so we're, we're not stands. trying to we're not trying to like take away from what they've done. We're trying to tell them to go back
4: to what made them so. Yeah, successful. Like they, I, they, they also made the, the first mistake yes. though, which is they became the story. They became the star. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. Woj got that. It's this like is, I think Jordan
3: mentioned this earlier though. The second tweets, or maybe it was Adam. The second tweets is really where you can see how much it's changed because the first tweet is news, and sometimes the agent will even be. That's when I knew we were going to a place. By the way, this started years ago. The yes. agents started getting shouted out in contracts, and it's like we, no one cares. Like we don't need this, but clearly that is like the egos. Dripping. Now every signing, every, every signing, signing includes. Oh, they, they <laughs> got they got Derlin Stowell sixty million. Or he never got that actually, but you know uh, whatever it is. Um, sorry, had a hot Walters, dog. Okay, halftime. Yeah, um, but now now the worst part is the second tweet where every time any player is signed, waived, traded, the here's their season averages and some yeah. meaningless sentence. To talk. This promising like wing averaged 0.8 <laughs> points
4: per game in, yeah. in 12 appearances for, like, the Shanghai Sharks. And those are, like those that's are the, the level we're at.
1: tweets. Yeah, that's like, they
3: and, always and have, an have ex- to be And X agent
1: has now negotiated this amount of money in oh, this free yeah. agency
3: period. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, fa- like casual fans are sitting at home like... Mark Bartle Steve. Oh, good job. Oh, I
4: love good job, B. Man. <laughs> is that not the next, like, the logical, unbelievably depressing end point for this though oh, because yeah. that is already what happens with the Woj
1: agents are going to start tweeting it out
3: now no no i think we're going to see twitter accounts like mark bartlestein season
4: is like winning like, free oh, agency yeah, it's going to be like that yeah <laughs> seriously oh, this is yeah. like the depressing end point of capitalism but it, like we've already seen this with Woj and shams where people are type like tallying up who's winning free agency it's like not any of us we're all losing because <laughs> this is how yeah. it's. yeah you know you'd have to spend two weeks being like oh god if i Ty has to go walk the dog all the time just to get deals to happen. Sophie you know, tries this her is vest. Sophie's <laughs> little legs. You know, it's, sometimes it's a strain. She,
3: she has a little coat now. It's adorable. Um, okay, I have I have one last Bucks grievance. We've already we've covered COVID and the state of NBA media and a little bit of capitalism. I've war got in a, Iraq. I've got a and, and the war <laughs> in Iraq. I've got a very niche Bucks. Just like. It's going to sound so stupid after some of the stuff we've covered. It's my last one down.
1: <laughs> Nuanced discussion about journalism, Ty. Hit, hit us with the next one. DJ topic. Tucker, I hate losing to him. <laughs> I do. That also. I
3: feel like I had the dumbest ones in here.
1: Like, Yours would be really no, – basketball, folks. I yeah, actually nice.
3: understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> um, fans have too high of an expectation for DeMarcus Cousins. And it's not that many fans. But like I just I see a lot I see a fair bit. I agree with this stuff. I'm very like, why, very, is, yes. why is he not playing more? He's a defensive liability, and it's like too often. And it's like he was on the couch until three look weeks great. ago. He looked great last night. Yeah, he did. He, he's looked yeah. great all season. His net rating, it's like right behind Giannis. There's only three guys who the Bucks have been better, and he's had to play. So some dog shit games. <laughs> this is like, this is our
1: last punch. He, like he's been to.
3: pretty good. Like he's been better than I expected when they first signed him. And I think I've I've came down a little bit from like that first game. But I think he's going to be useful every time they need him. It's just you need to know what to expect. He's going to be productive in a broad sense. Defensively, no, he's not going to be elite. But he adds enough on offense and just enough impact overall that having him as your backup big man, that's good. Like that's a good result, especially given they got him off the couch in December. And I maintain like if he was available when the Heat lost Bam, he's probably getting snatched up, although they're also – Dodging tax payments right now. Certainly by this point, with all teams needing players, he would have been snatched up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that. And I think Wes, to a lesser degree, I just haven't seen it as much with Wes. But both of these guys, I think per my expectations, have done very well. And I think Boogie in general, like he is really delivering an awesome result given the situation. And I'm just very happy with that. And I think it's unrealistic to expect him to be like a great stand-in starter. Although he kind of has been. But, well, like, no, he's not going to lift you to wins in games where no one else is playing. But I like what he's given them. So I just like temper the expectations on Boogie. Like, this is good.
4: Yeah. Jordan, do you think Ty listened to the last win in six? I listened to some of it. I don't know if I got that's that. I just, seeing as I had, uh, had to air myself out, I was not having to listen to Eurostep. We, we had this exact conversation, and I agree entirely. It's he's a backup big. So look for backup big production. He's not, he can do more than that, and he will from time to time. That's the bonus. It can't be the expectation. Like, you can't look for him to be prime Demarcus Cousins. He's not. Imagine if guy. his
1: name was not Demarcus
4: Cousins. Just give him imagine a his name. Bismac Biombo. Oh,
1: no, it's do funny. not imagine that. Ty's Twitter so alerts are going to be. better
4: than
3: Bismack Biombo, though. Do you imagine know, do his you know name know was uh, G alerts on, or Twitter alerts on for Bismack Biombo.
4: That's a sickness. That, that goes is, back I, to I our last conversation. I completely I completely agree. That's, look what it's doing to people, Woj. Look what you're doing to Ty. No, uh, but I I do I think, think no, but I mean lost. just generally that's that's the way the NBA is now <laughs> this, living this. in people's brains. Um, I I uh, Bismack, you can choose a different player, but I do think it's just like replacement level backup big. It's like are they gonna be the best defender in the world? Imagine no, name is they're Alex a backup Len. big. Sure, I, I, that's probably a pretty good proxy, even in terms of play style, strengths, and weaknesses. It's it works. He's he's playing really well. They are. The one thing and the only thing that is going to matter with him, and it can get messy when you're relying too much on individual net rating, he is the player I will look to it all season. Are the books managing to be good when he's on the floor? If the answer is yes, he's doing what they need him to do because they need a big who's going to fill some of those minutes and allow everyone else to just do their thing. That makes the books the team they are. So when you see his numbers on that front, it's really encouraging. You don't have to be like, oh, he's not hitting trees or he's not. It's like, no, he's literally doing exactly what they need him to do, which is he's helping to power all of the other parts of the offense, parts of the defense that we know are there to begin with. He is the replacement level big. His name means that's, you know, hard for people to adjust to, but it also means that if everyone can get on board with him being the replacement level big, there will be times where he is more than that. There'll be times where he has a flash, could be in the playoffs or a big game where all of a sudden you've got a guy you can go to inside who's got serious post moves, he's got great vision. He can pass, and you'll get a lot more out of that. On the nights you don't. If he gets you five points, four rebounds in 15 minutes, and the team is winning those minutes, that's it. That's all you need. That's literally what um, you're signing him for.
3: Also, like the bench just doesn't have anyone else who can really create their own shot. I mean, you look at the bench as it stands right now. It's George Hill who can, but just won't very often, and that's fine. Wes Matthews, what some combo of Big Rod, Rodney Hood, and Pat Connaughton, and then Boogie Big rod. and Boogie's the guy on there who you can just like okay we can just give him the ball he can do something like the, the Bucks in the past have had issues which just like there's some lineups where there's just not enough guys who can generate their own stuff and it's okay to not have a lot of those guys like you need the connective players but having a guy who if the, if you have an all bench lineup especially in these days where a lot of guys are out. It's not bad to say there's eight seconds on the shot clock. Let's just throw it down to Boogie, and he'll probably draw a foul or something. Like there's something there. It's better than, and everyone knows I love Pat. Like we don't need like Pat Rodney Hood or Shemi Ojale. By God, pick and rolls. Like I, I think this is a much take, better option.
4: Take Pat out of that company.
3: No, it's not the company. It's just I'll I, take I I'll take a Pat pick, pick and roll,
4: roll over those other two guys.
3: No, I said running it with him. So like oh, Shemmy pick and roll, which is just oh yeah, that's
4: that's doomsday stuff.
3: There is no worse shot in the league than Shemi wide open right in front of the rim. That thing is gonna hit somebody in the face at the angle it's coming off. I think it's gonna
1: break the backboard. Gonna hit Pat
2: in the face. That's what's gonna happen.
1: (laughs) It's gonna ricochet off the backboard and give Pat a concussion while somehow going in the opposing. And he's not gonna check out. No, absolutely (laughs) not. He's just gonna fall on
4: his face. I don't know if he get a concussion. He gets kicked in the face and seemingly. Well, Ain't that a kick in maybe, the head? Maybe, maybe the side, yeah.
3: <laughs> are we out of grievances? I feel better.
4: Probably not, but I mean. <laughs> <it's>
1: just... <laughs> there's always, there's always grievances if you give us enough time. There's always enough.
4: Grievances. I, I mean, uh, one half a grievance. Are we, are we, uh, does everyone feel good with still, like, I know this used to be Tyler's thing to be like, Aaron Rodgers once said, and then be, you know, Relax. I, I, I think generally for books fans, I still I still do think it's something that is I feel like it is becoming harder. We've reached the point maybe about a month ago now where you think anxiety kind of ramps up from game to game depending on what's happened. I think I think relax. I think the team's in good shape. This is one of the weirdest, if not the weirdest season. Like far this season finishing up at Disneyland, I think this is gonna be the weirdest season in NBA history. Just go with it. Just go with it. See where it takes them. I think they're better prepared than most. They've got more level-headed personalities on their team, and I really think that's gonna Ooh, matter.
1: I have a grievance. I have a grievance. You mentioned level-headed personalities. Odd. Uh, show some emotion, Bucks. Like Jordan <laughs> Wara having his moment was amazing. Absolutely amazing. We need more was moments it? like that. It was. It was, was awesome. It really? It was. It, it, was. Was. it was. It incredible. was incredible. Adam, your unfocus uh,
4: like, is being overruled. On, on Emporio Armani or whatever, like, the guy's <laughs> name. Like is
3: that a Harry <laughs> like, Potter spell?
4: That's Empor- like, a know? brand. Armani? No, that's a
3: brand. Come on, Ty. Emporio is the first part of Armani? Yes. I thought you were casting
4: a spell in the Wizarding World. Do you Rowan's upset about that, yeah. You know, Rowan, what is the way? Rowan would like the fashion, Likes the his guy fashion, guy. Likes his stuff. Rowan yeah, would be
3: the guy on here. It's like you get Armani <laughs> right. That's a legendary house. Alternate yeah.
2: like doing our Devil Wears Prada like <laughs> imitation.
4: <laughs> so the but, Bucks, they're, they're not is, enough emotion. is Jordan War as well with all that special? And I that is I I that was a joke, sure, but that is the closest I can get to remembering that guy's name. I know it's vaguely like that. Again, but it's, it's fun. Just, That's the point. Imagine. What I'm
1: trying to make here is that it's fun. We need more fun. The Bucks are too like, oh, just take we're, care of business. Do like, their
2: thing. have some fun. We're we are not getting the Mean mug train, and there's nothing else that like is like alongside that in terms of like a celebration or some kind of weird thing that people.
4: Like imagine, well, honest, imagine honest question. Chris,
3: imagine if Chris mixed in some rock the babies after he posts up a little guy It hits a shot in the face.
1: Like, does but, it too
4: small? Like, do we, think, do we think they've been having fun so far this season?
1: Well, even when We're they do have showing.
4: fun, they don't do this kind of... But They're I don't not, think they they have been, because how could they have fun? The season has been really it's bizarre. Fun. It's fun they've for the fans! Fun. It's
2: fun for people
3: watching. watching! They're still 14-1 and one when the Big 3 play. There's been some fun times in there. Oh, it's, just, true, yeah. it's just mixed in.
4: I, I think like, there would be, be a lot more fun if they...
1: Sure, like but the Bucks that's is, the team's personality. Don't I
4: not show anything.
1: That's what I'm – that's my grievance.
4: But I think it's a good thing. I think it's part of why they won a championship.
1: I don't they, necessarily They did that, disagree. though. Have some fun during the regular season. Take it seriously when you need to take it seriously, which is the postseason. This is a regular season. doesn't matter. Enjoy it. Have some fun. Mock some guy falling over. It's awesome. <laughs> On that note – Don't take that out of context. <laughs>
4: Rohan. Rohan needs time. to, like, watch a whole lot of, like, Oklahoma City thunder. Yeah. Like, yeah, something like that because the, those walks. guys have fun. I mean, they may not be fun to watch, but those guys have fun when something happens. I don't know. I'm I'm happy with the books just the way they are.
3: I will say last note on this. TA's bench reactions are elite. That might be some of the most fun TA celebrating from the yeah. bench.
4: Let's get him back on the
3: bench to agreed. have those reactions. agreed. Well, he's 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 going to do that to himself. I was going to say he found out in like 9
1: minutes. He's he's
3: yeah. he's working on it. <laughs>
1: It's a, it, it, was, it wasn't It was a great TA game. It was.
3: <laughs> At least he uh, didn't almost hospitalize anyone.
1: That You know what? That's a win. That's a win. Uh, I wonder how Dylan Windler's doing. I hope he's okay. Do we know what happened to him? No. no? This, this, this is up. like
4: a borderline... I have no idea. This is a oh, dynamite wait. finish to the pub.
1: No, Thanasis went for a block on Dylan Windler and just... Body checked him, and his head bounced on the floor Oh and had to leave oh. the game.
3: Okay, that's not great. There's been yeah. no news.
1: And we were just like, why Why are you doing this? But there might have why? been no
3: news why? just because, like, I don't know if people are that interested in Dylan Wendler news.
1: Yeah, I mean, we—we we, yeah, we, it, it depends on the player also, getting back to the journalism thing. Bobby Portis had to call out Woj for not reporting and being in health and safety protocols. <laughs>
4: He's got a right to feel aggrieved by that when all these other guys are getting their deals. Like that's that kind of is. It's like, well, if all of these guys are getting tweets,
1: I mean, it's Woge in the box. Who knows? Who knows?
4: No one wants I think to touch that. Okay. No, I, I that <laughs> will open some different grievances to be aired. Okay, uh,
1: if we're all out of grievances, Ty Jordan, we're good. I'm good. Adam, you already said it. I'm all okay. done.
4: Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll save mine for next year.
1: Next year, yeah, we should do this. We should make this a yearly, like an year. annual thing. Yeah, huh, I'm down. Yeah, uh, Merry Festivus, Happy Festivus uh, to everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, make sure you enjoy your time. Just you know, take a bit, take a little bit, relax, enjoy your life. You know, just just celebrate, celebrate life. How about that?
4: That sounds good. Yeah, take um, your own advice too, Rohan. I'll try. <laughs>
1: I I don't allow it in place. I don't take it. Uh, I'm like the biggest hypocrite on the planet. Uh, And that is one heck of a place to wrap this up. Say thank you for listening to this episode of uh, the Eurostep Podcast Network, Eurostep Win Six Collab. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Five stars, Apple and Spotify. Ty, do we have a review? We do.
3: And actually, coincidentally, the next one up shouts out all four of us. This is uh, five stars, of course. Got to be five. It's about the only reviews that count, right? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> it's about time with four exclamation points. Should have made it five just to be on brand. And also, at James Ontario Twelve is in the headline for this review, so I assume that's the Twitter user this comes from. He writes, "This is the best podcast I've ever listened to through all the happy times, laughter, sadness, and anger." I'd like to say that Rohan is the most polarizing person to ever podcast. I appreciate everyone from Big Time Ty. Adam, the Bobby Portis hater slash lover, and the mysterious Jordan Tresky, who really isn't a biased person. One day, I'll be ready to help the video and presentation crew. That's a dynamite review. And fantastic. a
1: resume and yeah. the application. Am I, I polarized? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
4: spend the next few hours thinking about Rohan as a polarizing figure. <laughs> the most. Is that a thing?
3: It is I now. don't know. It's not. It is, a yeah, thing I mean, I had
4: to dive into the Discord and be like, yeah. Well. What do people think of Rowan?
1: Just like, <laughs> just just type my name.
4: Thoughts. <laughs> it's just going to be a. Uh, we're going to do it all right now. Just don't check in for a few hours, right? Okay, I'll try my best. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, thank you for that review. That does it does mean a lot. Thank you for the appreciation. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, and if you want to get your review read, just leave a review. Leave a five star review. We'll read it out on uh, on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, make sure you subscribe. Like I mentioned earlier, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube Eurostep Podcast Network on YouTube. Uh, G- Substack. Yeah, wow, Gspn.substack.com. Uh, Make sure you get in our Discord by you know uh, proof of subscription to the Substack or leaving a five star rating on Apple or Spotify. We'll get you in there for our playback rooms. Adam, Adam, you you want to come into our next playback room at some point, Jordan? We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll talk. Our, our next one is scheduled for January
4: fifth oh okay yeah that sounds if it was like the next game i was like i won't be there
1: no our next one is scheduled for january 5th against the raptors if Giannis uh, should... is there i might do that okay we'll see what happens we have some time until then two weeks uh but yeah happy holidays everyone uh we will talk to you next time